Hello, welcome to Five Writers Five Minutes. My name is Deborah Abella. Oh. I'm Sarah Armstrong. <laughs> I'm Tristan Banks. I'm Leon Tanner. And I'm Zanny Louise. And today we want to talk about between book soup. Now, I'm not sure that is a thing that any other writers group has ever spoken about, but we have recently decided we're going to call it that because when you're writing a project and you're really into it and it's actually maybe nearly at the end and it's like it's in really good shape, your brain automatically, for me anyway, is starting to think, well, what am I going to write next? And what about all those other ideas I've been ignoring for so long? Um, which one do I choose? Uh, how do I choose which one to write, especially when it's when I'm going to spend at least a year on that project. So that soupiness between um, novels, Sarah, how do you approach the soup? I try and stay in the soup for a while, like not to land too swiftly on my next idea. I have a file in my computer where I put ideas and some of them are from when I used to write for grown-ups and I've just, you know, adapted them for younger readers. But I've just got a file there and I'll go and visit it and I'll read through it and I'll have a bit of a think and a couple will leap out at me. But I try not to choose and I just try to stay open also during my life to stuff around me. I mean, look, when I, to be honest, when I'm writing a book, stuff around me and the world seems to find its way into the book, like see a dog with a beanie on or something and suddenly there'll be a dog with a beanie in my book. But the same thing when I'm in that in-between book thing, I'm just trying to absorb lots of stuff and just see what might spark an idea. And that kind of what if is one of those sparks like, I was just caught in this incredible thunderstorm and I was with a group of people and we sort of had to sort of shelter somewhere and I'm like, well, what if you got caught in a thunderstorm and your sort of arch enemy was there trapped with you, you know? So, so just that sort of from my day-to-day life, I just try and find those little what ifs and I'm just jotting them all down and then there just comes a moment when I know which is the one I want to work on. But I don't, I don't want to get there too quickly because I want to remain mm-hmm. open. Yep. Well, that's very brave of you, Sarah, because I'm not a big, between book soup is my least favourite food. For about 15 years, I reckon, I'm just reading back through all my old notebooks at the moment, and I realise that I'm always talking about, I'm dreaming up and on my work in progress, I'm thinking about what's next in that chapter, I'm kind of sprinkling in bits about what if this story that I've been thinking about but I've never written, and then I'm also thinking about, oh, this book that's just about to come out, how am I going to share it in fun ways with readers? And so I've always got this overlap of like three different threads going at any one time. And with Scartown, my latest book, I just decided about a year out that I was going to put absolutely everything into it and get it done because there was otherwise there was no way I was ever going to get done. So I didn't start seeding something um, before it was finished. And so I'm in I'm in the soup at the moment. I'm swimming around. I'm drowning in the soup. And um, I have, you know, four or five ideas. And I'm sort of, but because they're all at the very early stage, I don't feel like I'm, I yeah. really any of them that well so I keep trying and then backing out and trying again so I'm very uh impressed by Sarah's bravery in loving the soup yeah I think it's a really difficult time too Tristan I'm I'm just finishing off a book at the moment which is a kind of a really exciting stage because the whole thing starts to come together at last you know so I I really like this stage but around the edges of that Little ideas are starting to creep in and I'm noticing that, you know, that I'm starting to daydream about what coming, what comes next and I'm, I'm starting to make notes and jot things down so that I don't forget them. And 
Like Sarah, I, I think this is really important that when I do get to the between books stage, when this current book's finished, I find that I have to resist the temptation to pin the ideas down too quickly because what I want to be doing is writing the next book, you know, I, because mm. I like being in the middle of a book. It's a really nice state to be in. So I want to be sitting down and getting words on page and seeing the story develop and all that sort of stuff. But what I have found is that if I go too quickly, the story comes out shallow. Hmm. And that if I stay with the uncertainty, and that's what it is, if I stay hmm. with the soup, um, seeing we're going to extend this metaphor, if I stay with it for as long as possible, that's when the richness comes in. And that's what creates the opportunity for a, a whole lot of different ideas to come in and for the story to grow and develop mm. and become so much better than it would have been. And and that kind of is that same thing of trying to decide between a whole lot of different ideas too. Mm. You know, like I don't want to pin myself down to one too soon. If I can hold myself in that state of uncertainty, the one that I really want to write will kind of float to the surface of the soup. Yeah, I kind of feel like I trust that process um, as well. So I'm about to enter into this now. I have writing seasons, so like blocks of time where I'll just be fully immersed and it's quite different from my other season where I'm out in, in schools and things like that because I do really want to be have full immersion. So what I've found helps is having a blank notebook, like not even lines, mm. and having stacks of magazines and pictures. I'm quite inspired by images um, and spending a lot of playtime, just collaging, writing words, listening to music, putting things in, trying to draw on some of the things that have I've been wrestling with lately. So often there'll be something that I've been grappling with in my normal life. Um, and I find that I have to kind of start from somewhere like that to have enough juice for a whole novel. Uh, so, for example, at the moment, the word wilderness just keeps coming up every time I, you know, it's the thing I'm really drawn to at the moment. So I do feel like wilderness possibly will be, it, it, it's the vegetable floating to the top of the soup. So let's see. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Deb? Well, I, I think that what you said at the end is really, really important. What are you drawn to right now? And, and that's what I try to lean into when I'm in the middle of a project. And unlike Leanne, I love being in the middle of a project. It's so exciting, especially when it starts to go quite well. But then I'm, I'm just trying to to be awake. I'm trying to be really aware of what is it that I'm really excited about, passionate about, angry about, whatever it is that really fires me up. And I try and keep sort of lists of that. And so I like, so for example, I'm just finishing a book called The Kindness Project. And um, that came about because I got this really strong image in my head of a nana and a kid escaping from a nursing home. And I thought this is going to be a light, funny, lovely book. And it changed. The more I just meandered through that idea, played with the idea, daydreamed about it, like I didn't try to be too serious about it, the more it said, actually, no, that's just a scene. In fact, that's just the first turning point. Mm -hmm. There are going to be other relationships that are just as important and, and the climax is going to be totally different. And so you have to meander, you have to play. I've been really trying, because um, I'm nearly finished that book and I'm starting another one, I'm trying to just trust that just because I'm not at my desk and I am not writing 10 hours a day or even two hours a day, it's okay because I think I need to just bubble and play and let that soup <laughs> develop in flavour. And and the only way I can do that is almost not touch it, like don't stir it. Oh, this mm. is really going on this metaphor. It's, quite, it's, quite, it's probably extended too far. 
but play, be a little bit of a bowerbird. Like as, as um, Sarah said too, you might see something in the distance in a park or on a walk or while you're out with friends or whatever and you go, oh, dog with a hat. Yes, I'll take that. So that for me, and again, like Zanny said, the idea that will is most exciting for me will bubble up to the surface and literally sort of bully through the other ideas and say, I'm next. I want to be the one. I've learned to trust that a little bit over the years. Mm. But you have to be patient, don't you? you patient, have have, yes. You have to have the patience to wait for it. It's yeah. true. Don't panic. All right, everyone. Mm. So don't panic. Enjoy the soup. Meander, <laughs> play, daydream. Um, and um, thank you for listening to our podcast. We're a YouTube thingy as well. And uh, we have um, quite a few episodes now where we talk about stuff that we've learned over um, our many, many years of writing. So thank you. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.